welcome to episode 7 of Oral Phonic, a podcast about podpick. Today's topic is tips for newbie podpickers, and I'm Dodificus, and with me are my friends... Uh, Jennifer, also known as Jen. And Parika, also known as Lindsay. So, Parika, do you want to start with one of your many, many, many comms for the new section? <laughs> I don't have nearly as many these days. Mm, I don't know. <laughs> but... <laughs> the current big one that's going to be stealing all of my time is Pod Together. So assignments go out on the 15th, and if you miss signups, you can arrange to do a party favor, which is a collaboration outside of the rules. So you can just kind of find someone if you'd like, and we can help you find someone if you also want to do a collaboration with. So someone who will write a fic and someone who will record the pod fic for that fic. If you want to do a party favor... Uh, you don't have to do any of the check-ins. You just have to get it to us before August 28th. Our second item of news is a new Tumblr called Podficker Positivity. Um, and we'll put that link in our post. Um, and basically, it's just a place where you can say nice things about Podfickers and Podfick in general. You can submit something there and they'll they'll put it up. Um, and there's, there's already quite a few posts and it, it's all nice and shiny and happy. So that's kind of a fun place to hang out. Yeah, 100% happy. So we received one talk back last month from Cloud Lake. This is what she had to say. In response to episode six, I would love to hear a section, even if it's just every once in a while, on new pod figures that you recommend. I know that everybody has their favorites, and that's natural. But do you listen to newbies too? I guess the biggest thing for me out of that is, I mean, I have recommended newbie pod figures in the past. I just don't necessarily draw attention to it. Mm. It's not something I specifically look for. I, I tend to listen pretty tightly within my own fandom or I'm drawing on like my older favorites, which obviously are not going to be newer ones. So, yeah. but I do try and include them. It's, it's not a deliberate addition or subtraction from the group. It's uh I yeah, I think sometimes I don't know if somebody is exactly. a newbie. The difficulty is like, like sometimes finding and identifying these these newbies. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, um, <laughs> because when after we got this talk back, I went you know when I was looking for my recs for this month, I was like, uh, let me make sure I get newbies, and then I was kind of having trouble telling if somebody's a newbie because you don't know like you, their name might be recognizable for fic or they might be posting on tumblr rather than ao3 or just because they're not on the archive doesn't mean they're not a prolific pod figure because yeah. the archive isn't as all-knowing as it used to be for catching people because we just have too many venues yeah. you yeah. know so stuff yeah. spread across i also found like this month when i was looking for my recs i was also looking for newer like mm -hmm. newer people there's a lot of people that I'm like, oh, they're new. And then I'm like, oh, they're just new to me. Exactly. exactly. <laughs> they actually yeah, have yeah. like a large like body of work in another fandom that I went in. <laughs> Most yeah. often I mean, supernatural. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's so, so much. It's amazing. I definitely think it's a good idea. Like, I mean, we want to support newbies and that's what today's topic is all about. Right. Yeah. Um, but sometimes it's easier said than done, I guess. Yeah. Like I, I seriously thought, what an awesome idea. I'm totally going to wreck on newbies. And then I got to the archive and I'm like, ah, how, how, how do I do this? So I, I gave up pretty quickly. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, the rest of her talk back is some advice to newbies. So it's not, it's not actually about our last episode, but we did put a call out for, um, people to give advice and we'll 
do a little bit more of what we got on Twitter later in this episode. Um, but you should listen to the rest of her talk back and see what she has to say because there's some good advice there. Mm. So, so on to the main topic of this month, which is tips for new pod figures. Yay! It's been so long since I was a new pod figure. <laughs> I know! I went back and I read some meta that I had written when I was new and I kept being like, oh yeah! yeah. But there were so many things that I had, I just internalized that I forgot that I had to learn them once. Yeah. Or some of them I yeah, forgot that I tried to learn them once because it never stuck. <laughs> Actually, what would be really cool, like when people are doing talkbacks for this episode, is if you are a newbie as well, it'd be useful to hear from people about like what kind of advice you want or any questions you have. Because, yeah, I think, I don't know, after after you've started, the harder it is to look back and say, ah, oh, these are the things, you know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But we will try our best. Yeah. I'm glad, <laughs> as if we're so old. <laughs> Why do we always sound ancient? Like, what's that about? <laughs> so, so let's say that you wake up one morning and you're like, hmm, I'd like to podfic. There are some barriers to mm-hmm. entry that people sometimes kind of create for themselves that aren't necessarily real barriers to entry. Like, um, they hate their voice or the most accent. Common- that I, I was seeing, especially when I was running the Podfake Twitter account, was people saying, ugh, yeah. no one wants to listen to my voice. It's so yeah. gross. Or, ugh, I hate my accent. No one wants to listen to that. Yeah. Let me tell you, someone wants to yeah. listen to it. There's always yeah, someone. and I think we've, we've asked that before, right? Like, someone out yeah. there is going to love your voice, is going to love your accent, is going to love the same stories that you love, et cetera. Exactly. So, you know, hey, just put it out there, you yeah. know? Yeah. And also do it because it's fun to do. Yeah. <laughs> like, Give, you know, give it a try. And if you're like, oh, I hate reading aloud, then maybe you're not a pod figure. Yeah. But if you do it and you're into it. Especially, yeah. like, it can be a little rough getting used to listening to your voice when editing. Yeah. Especially if you yeah. spend a lot of time editing, like, certain people on this podcast. Um, <laughs> but if you keep at it, you'll eventually get used to it. Like, I don't even... Like, that doesn't even occur to me anymore that I might dislike my voice mm. because I've spent so much time working with it. <laughs> um, I think the second thing that you hear a lot is tech-related stuff. Yeah. Um, you know, people saying, oh, but I don't want to buy a microphone, it's too much money, or I don't want to buy mm. software. And I think the thing to say there is there's a wide spectrum on what you can use to podfic. And at the very beginning of it is literally any kind of recording device, yeah. like your phone or your internal microphone on your computer or, you know, one of those little tape recorder things. We're going to say, you know, anything. <laughs> tape um, recorder. Oh I don't mean tape recorder. But, okay. I know. I know. I don't mean tape recorder. I, I mean would... like those things that people use for class. Like yeah. those, um, I was the, just kind of laughing because I was like – yeah. Talking about how old we are. Yeah, sure. <laughs> one of those uh-huh. recorder objects. <laughs> but I'm no, but like I remember, I remember when I first started, it was a bit more of a big deal because yeah. people didn't yeah. have, have phones all the time or yeah. they didn't have good recordings yeah. of them. They didn't have um, like the internal mics on your computers were a lot shittier than they are today. Like, it's yeah, but you, nowadays, really. I mean, and you can, there are free programs, you know, Audacity is free, GarageBand comes with every Mac, you know, Mm -hmm. like like these things exist. Um, So even editing, it's, you can get your hands on a program without shelling out any money at all. Yeah. Yeah. So 
chances are you have a computer, right? Because otherwise you're not on the internet looking at the possibility of pod picking. So as long as you have a computer, you have the ability, the computer and the internet, you have the ability to do this basically. Yeah. Yeah. You don't need to shell out more money. If you want to down the road, once you get into it, that's a whole other thing, you know, but it's not necessary to start out. There's a lot, and there's a lot of resources out there for the technical stuff too. Like, especially, um, you can go and ask any questions you want at Pontific Tips, yeah. which is the live journal column. And there's a lot of yeah. tutorials, fandom specific ones, podfix specific ones, but also a ton of tutorials just on YouTube or uh, around the internet about how yeah. to use these tools. So there's a lot of stuff out there to help you get your mind around that if you're concerned about it, but it's really not as scary yeah. as it can be. Whereas you could, I think probably. The editing programs in particular, you know, some of those YouTube tutorials are really useful um, because if you've literally never edited before, then it, mm. it's it's nice to have a, an opening. Mm-hmm. But the Mac store also does free classes on GarageBand if, you, um, if you're a Mac person. I was going to say, the yeah. other thing that people can find kind of scary about Podfic is the whole permission aspect mm-hmm. of yeah. asking an author for permission. And my biggest piece of advice on that is you don't, there's a lot of authors out there that you don't have to ask yeah. for permission. Like there's permission a great, everywhere. yeah, the permission list on FanLore is a really great use for that. And, yeah. and just, you know, look through some of the authors that you like and check their profile on AO3. A lot of them well, have their even, permission statements there. I mean, most of, us, most of us know, you know, we have a couple of people that we know that are writers. You could always say, hey, I'm looking for a low-key way to get into pod picking. Do you mind if I play around with some of your work? It's still having yeah. to ask permission. <laughs> but like if yeah. you're, if, if it's, it's your best, do you know what I mean? It's not like you're approaching right. a stranger. Yeah. You know their opinion on pod already, you know, so you can be like, hey. Yeah. yeah. There's also a lot of people that start off pod their own stuff if you yeah. also write. But yeah, like I think go sticking with blanket permission, sticking with your own stuff or sticking to friends is a really – easy way to keep it low key and, and not put pressure on yourself. Mm-hmm. If you're, especially if you're in some of the bigger fandoms that have a lot of podfic, it can be really easy to find like a permission yeah. people. So you don't have to ask. <laughs> and even just like look around at some of the authors that other podfickers are recording that, you know, that whose podfics you like, obviously you're then going to be interested in the author's writing yeah. and see if they have something that you'd be interested in podficking. Can any of us cast our old and decrepit minds back to something we wish that we would have known before we posted our first podfic? Can you remember? Well, anything? the next point on here is the the start small, which is my horror <laughs> story. I started with something that was like 65k and it hasn't been posted to this day. <laughs> oh wow. I got like 5 I- hours of it edited and gave up. So the next piece of advice that we have is when you are choosing a story to record (laughs) please start small there's a lot of people that like i'm gonna record my very favorite fic or this super popular fic within the fandom which tends to have a habit of being longer fics try and and be a little bit conservative in the (laughs) in the length that you choose don't choose a novel length yeah so like you know Feel free to start like super small. It's really easy to get something like 1K done. 
Also, if it's yeah. 1K, sometimes people discover that, like, their background noise or, like, them mm. moving around while they're sitting is a lot louder than they realize. <laughs> and it's not as heartbreaking re-recording from scratch 1K as opposed to, like, 10K plus. <laughs> yeah. I think also there's quite a few comms that are that look for short projects. Like I started with Awesome Ladies um, and that was a really good like entryway thing because they just want short ones and you know it's going to get published. Like in a way, some of the pressure is off because all you, you have to do is turn in a file. You don't have to worry about cover art. You don't have to worry about posting it even if you don't want to. You don't have to post it separately. And so sometimes things like that are a really good entryway because it takes some of the admin stuff off as well. Mm, that's a good point. So yeah, but there's like a lot of other things that can go into fic choice, not just yeah. um, like length or permission based. I mean, I think people add things to Podfix, you know, they add sound effects or music or whatever. So maybe start, you know, don't worry about all that your first time <laughs> out, like for something that's, you know, don't maybe don't pick a fic that has like huge telephone conversations or text or th- things like that, that are going to be hard to convey maybe go for something that's a straight dialogue or, or just, you know, just something that will, will be, will make sense if it's just read aloud by you. And if you want to start adding those things, like awesome, but don't, don't give yourself that pressure, yeah. maybe straight out the gate. Yeah. Also, if there's a huge cast of people, um, yeah. you might be more stressed about doing voices or is it clear who's speaking when? So if you keep it like something that's contained, it's maybe like two characters or one character just talking, that can make it less confusing and less pressure of like, how do I want to define myself as an artist type yeah. stuff? <laughs> <laughs> and I have yeah. seen a lot of people worrying lately about about how to do character voice it's like i'm spending all this time trying to make a unique voice for each of the eight characters in this story um i mean a lot of the times it's just in your tone of voice and you know maybe not so much about the different accents and you know yeah i find for me the character voices that i appreciate the most are ones where it's done through inflection more yeah. than in tone of voice. Because sometimes people like really push their voice. And sometimes you can tell that that's pushing it to their limits. It's not a comfortable place for the reader to speak. Or you're like, who actually sounds like that? Because it starts getting to be sometimes a little bit caricatures <laughs> of a voice rather yeah. than like an actual voice. So like if that's what you want to do, for sure, go for it. it. And there's a lot of people that really love that. But there's also a lot of people, like, I don't really do voices, and lots of people still listen to my pod fix, so I'm, that must be okay. Um, and I know I enjoy listening to ones that don't do voices as much as the ones that do. So if if it's something mm-hmm. that you're worried about, like, maybe that's something you can build yourself up to, but don't yeah. stress about doing it out of the gate if that's something that's stressing you. Yeah. Yeah. I think you can practice with things like cadence and speed and things like as well like maybe um you know like you were saying a thousand words is a short period of time to read and not feel bad about rereading but maybe even pick a couple hundred words of the story and read it and and then listen back over to your recording and see what you think like is you know how are you doing on speed is it is that how is your background noise what's you know just kind of looking for like the easy stuff that you could just fix right away because it takes a while to get used to best way to do and what's comfortable for you and things yeah. like that so i also suggest cool. that people do like a test reading even if you're not recording it maybe just try reading yeah. a bit of it out loud before recording because like there have been authors who write 
beautiful thick and I love them to pieces and then I try and record them and yeah. like I can't get a sentence out without <laughs> stumbling over myself and sometimes I'll like push my way through that and record it anyways but it's always very frustrating yeah and that's it's not the best thing for the a first time like if you're struggling that much maybe it's not you maybe it's the thick where it's like the way it was written is just not natural for the way that you speak. So if you're fine, yeah. if you're really struggling, maybe try and find another one. I know there's been some authors that I've recorded a lot of their stuff just because I find it the way that they write fits really well with the way that I speak. Yeah. So play around with it. Definitely. It can also give you some indications too if you try reading bits of it out loud before you record because sometimes you'll hit a part where you're like, fuck, how do I actually verbalize this? <laughs> Like, you know, sometimes they'll have like embedded emails and you're like, wait, do I read everything on here? Or like, there'll be a picture and you're like, do I try and describe this? What do yeah. I do? Um, or like, they'll they'll have like alien languages and you're like, God damn it, there's no vowels. Or, or <laughs> even, I mean, I've, I've recorded stuff where I've like, I'm like, oh, they sing. Oh my God, I regret ever <laughs> asking permission for this pic. <laughs> there's... That's okay. You just, you just do what I did and get Penny to sing that. I bit. have. I have done in the past. <laughs> nope. A sing double. <laughs> yeah. It's just one of those yeah. things where it's like, okay. Um, There's lots of little things that can trip you up. And yeah. Exactly. Make, like, make and things. when you're as a pod figure, now every fic that I read, I'm keeping an eye out for those things. Yeah. I'll keep an eye out for like, oh, this makes it a good thing to read. Oh, this makes it a hard thing to yeah. read. But it took me a long time to build up that skill. So you mm-hmm. sometimes just start reading things and you're like, and you get to a point and you're like, just, oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> so once you've picked your story, um, yeah, it's important or it can be important. I just record anywhere. But it can be important to choose the best place in your house for sound, for privacy, for comfort, to get the best out of your recording. I mean, I know you, Parak, have got like a little dungeon set up for your recording studio. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, I'm I'm Uh, an extreme case. I wouldn't suggest people build a room in their house for them to record. I'm picturing you in like leather chaps every time you record something. Down in your dungeon. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> There's padded I mean, walls. I would picture me more in a straight jacket. jacket. Either <laughs> <laughs> way, but, it's um, an awesome yeah. image for me to have. <laughs> <laughs> but really, yeah, I mean, I just for my desk. But I think like things like where the cats are at any given time are things that I consider before I start recording. Yeah. Um. Or you know what my flat flatmate's doing and maybe sometimes I just warn her so that she won't bug me same as I do before we start recording this you know I'm like oh yeah we're doing an episode tonight um because that you don't have all that extraneous noise hopefully yeah I mean time of day can make a big difference if you have that that flexibility um like if you live like on a city street like right by the fire station that could be a bigger issue than if you live on a country road like yeah you know one you can maybe do in your living room with absolutely no issues the other one might be a little more distracting yeah i mean that said like for me it's sunset all the birds come out so i have to kind of not record around sunset (laughs) i guess the only other piece of actual advice i would throw in there is if you are in 
a place that you can turn off your air conditioning or heat if that's going to be rather noisy if you have that mm-hmm. sort of control and if you're the temperature of your house can stand it <laughs> and most people aren't cutting out all of their breathing like I do <laughs> they don't have to worry as much about muting <laughs> I feel like if you're a newbie, you should just ignore that sentence. Yeah. <laughs> don't, don't become simple. Wait until you've been recording for at least six months before you start going, maybe I should cut out breaths. <laughs> like, come on. People don't want to hear that I'm alive. <laughs> All right. What else? Um, what else while you're recording is a good idea to think about? Like, I know, make sure you have water on hand so that, you know, your throat will be ready to, to read for a long time or, or a hot drink if that's what you prefer. My advice would be to, if anything, read slower than you, you think you need to. Read like slowly. That's... It gives you a chance when you need to edit. It gives you more room to edit. Um, if you're trying yeah. to cut something out, if you have that space, then that's great. I mean, it makes it easier on you. Um, and it also, yeah, it just, it's good practice to read a little bit slower than you'd think just to see what it sounds like, because people generally feel that they're reading slower than they actually are. I agree with that. It That is one of the pieces of advice that I have yet to like make <laughs> stick with me though. I always read faster that I want and I make so many more mistakes doing it that way Yeah, because you're just looking at the next word instead of the word that you're reading and it just makes it easy to stumble. It also makes it easier to breathe when you read slower because any pause to breathe is less obvious and um, you (laughs) end up huffing and puffing less. My God, you're so... You're breathing. (laughs) I mean, I think also like you know, give yourself, like, it, it is hard to read all in one, one goal. Like, you'll kind of get used to knowing how much you can read before you need to, like, take a break, stop, you know. And I would say when you're reading, the best thing to do, and it helps you with editing and it helps things sound the same, is, like, stop in coherent places. So even if you ran out of breath halfway through a couple sentences or a paragraph, sometimes it's good when you restart to start at the beginning of that paragraph. And if you're dotty at that point, you're going to move your editing. <laughs> well, we'll talk about that in a bit. Yeah. But, but I mean, if you, if you restart at the beginning of a paragraph, it's going to make your editing later on easier because you won't be trying to like chop together a sentence or whatever. Um, so, you, you know, you make your life a little easier. Yeah. Or just be, I think just be aware of what is easier to chop together. What's not because I yeah. tend not to do it for a whole paragraph, but I'll do it for a sentence. Or a sen- I'll be a like, okay, sentence. this yeah, is like, where the yeah. comment in the sentence was. So I might even do it for a sentence fragment, but just make sure it's at a place that is easier to edit together. Yeah, I think you get used to things too. Like the longer you work on stuff, the more you are able to read longer sections or, you know, just like com- be comfortable with it. Um, and for character stuff, you know, other people's podfic, always helpful. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good advice. Um, if you, because I know a lot of people are in fandoms where they've never actually seen the source material, um, or maybe that's just me. <laughs> well, you so, can also be in ones where like no, you I, I don't know too. it as well as others. So, like, I posted a podfic just this week actually where I mispronounced a character's name because yeah. he was like a minor character, yeah. and I was just like, I'm just yeah. gonna go with this, and then it turned out I was wrong. Yeah but I didn't bother re-recording. Yeah. 
Or they could be, you know, sometimes with real people who don't always hear their last names or they go by, you know, like I Bandom had a an epically long discussion about how to say Frank Aero's last name. <laughs> yeah. There's if you ask or if you're on Twitter and you say, how do I say this person's name? You know, somebody's going to help you out for sure. Yeah. Always better to ask if you, you know, if you think of it, because it's nice to to feel like you say things right. <laughs> I mean, you, it happens to us too on this on this podcast all the time with people's pod figure names. I always feel terrible, and we're like, you know. And sometimes the thing you can do is listen to their pod figure. Oh, this is how they say it. But replicating it is sometimes a whole other thing, you know. <laughs> yeah. Just because you hear and it, just sometimes you've just you know? got to give up and be like, look, this is this is how I say it. I know it's not how everyone says it, but yeah, some of that is accents as well, you know. Yeah. So there is a certain. You know, and that happens with words, obviously, too. Yeah. Um, just going back to the messing up a line thing, um, I know we talked about, like, going and reading the whole line over again. It's sometimes not even just because of editing the same way, but, I mean, I've heard a couple of people where, like, they either didn't leave enough in the, to edit out the mistake because it just ran together too much and it would sound yeah. too clippy, yeah. or people yeah. where they come in and they're like, you can hear the frustration in their voice as they're saying it. They'll be like, and John walked down the corridor. Because <laughs> they're just like, yeah. they just said it three times in a row and finally they got the words out. But it can come off a little funny. Um, yeah, they're annoyed about it. I've had other times where like, I, it's taken me three times and you can hear the laughter in my voice when I finally get it right. But goddamn, I'm sticking with it. Yeah, I mean, definitely don't beat yourself up about it. Like, you know. God, don't beat yourself it, up it, about it anything. My my first podcast, yeah. I listened to it recently and it's so crappy, the sound and everything. Like, that's part of your history. That's part of your learning process. If your first pod fic sounds the same as your last pod fic, then I'll be very shocked. Like, yeah, you grow, you change, you get a different style, you know. I was going yeah. over the, because uh, I wrote a Podfic 101 tutorial years ago, and it had a lot of this advice in it. So I was kind of reading over it to crib some notes for this podcast. <laughs> and in it, I was describing my Podfic process. And I'm like, wow, I don't do almost any of these things anymore. <laughs> Like, I've changed so much as I go, so it's going to happen. And, like, I don't think I was doing anything bad at that time. It's just you change. Yeah, exactly. Um, I think for messing up, one of the things we hadn't mentioned, which is a pretty common thing, I think, is to use some kind of sound, uh, like snapping your fingers or clapping or, you know, tapping the mic, just anything that will create a, um, a spike in your audio program so that then when you're editing, you'll see the mistake. So say, you know, you say a sentence, you stumble, you do a snap, and then you re-say the sentence right afterwards. So then when you're editing, you can, you know, that jumps out at you as a problem area that you need yeah. to mess with. Or you can be like Dodie and edit as you go along, Yeah, which is another another option, meaning that, you know, you don't even, you know, when you mess up, you move the cursor back in your editing program to the point before you messed up, hit record again and keep going. So you're actually creating, you know, a smooth track without that mistake staying there. 
So I guess our next section was about tech, and we did kind of cover that already about how there's plenty of mics around you that you probably already own that you can use. And then, like, the big two softwares that people use are GarageBand if you're a Mac user or Audacity if you're everyone else and sometimes a Mac user. Those are the two main ones. There are other ones out there. Um, Like, I use NeuroWave Editor for a long time. And there's other people that have programs that edit audio already. And especially now that like iPads and stuff like, and tablets are becoming more popular, there are apps that you can get that you do the whole thing all on your tablet. But I did mention two other ones in my notes here, which is Ophonic, not Oralphonic, (laughs) Ophonic, (laughs) which took me, I kept mixing the two up when we chose our name. Ophonic is a, it's actually made for podcasters, but it's a website where you can upload your podfic. And I think you get like two hours free a month. Um, and if you want more than that, you need to pay for it. It will go and do like noise removal and it can export it as um, the various format types that you want. But it's got some really good um, filters on it. It will also bring the volume of your podfic up to standardized levels so that people who might be listening to it in their car or on their iPod aren't constantly having to adjust their volume from from podfic to podfic. So I really appreciate it for that. And then the other program I have on here is Chapter and Verse, which is for PC computers. If you want to be making um, M4Bs, that's a easy program to do it. It will let you put chapters in and add cover art. And yeah, I have a pod book at the end. On the Mac, I would use Audiobook Builder. Yeah, I knew that yeah. there was a different one there, but I don't know Mac yet. <laughs> I think for, for different mics, you maybe want to go to the internet for that. I mean, if you're getting to the point where you want to buy a mic, I would definitely recommend the Podfic Tips community, which has quite a bit of discussion about what kind of mics people use and what they like. Um, and there's also a lot of, like any kind of tech item there's a lot of reviews and things online for various usb mics so yeah um so we we actually asked twitter for advice for newbies and quite a few people sent in tips mostly they're pretty much all tech related yeah greedy dancer says do noise removal before you start editing out the background noises not after which (laughs) yes definitely makes sense because you don't want to do all that work with background noises and then find out that noise removal would have taken care of it or, you know, like it's not going to sound even or whatever. That was right a now. tip that took me a long time to learn, especially <laughs> since, as we've established, I'm kind of anal about cutting out my breathing. <laughs> if I did noise removal, a bunch of the breathing was cut out for me. <laughs> uh, Ivy0611 says to sleep on your drafts for a while before editing and releasing. Which isn't a bad idea. I mean, it'll give you a bit of distance, um, unless you're mm-hmm. like me, where you have to post something immediately. But yeah, you can even get a beta if it's if it's your first one. I mean, if you know someone in the community, or if you know a friend that's willing to have a listen, just just to kind of get that second opinion. If you're still unsure about your work and you know need a bit of validation, it's always a good idea. Okay. Mm-hmm. And IV0611 also said, wait 20 to 30 seconds before reading when you record. A bigger ambient noise sample helps the noise removal tool work a bit better. Which, yeah, is a really good thing if you do do noise removal first. Um, And if you're using a product like 
audacities in built one that can be really helpful i just use theophonic one and it does its magic on its own but uh, functional fan says that audacity crashes often enough that making regular backups is a must now i don't even use audacity and i have heard people yeah. say that so. <laughs> although i will say i don't think the audacity crashing problem is nearly as bad now as it was years ago yeah. so if you download a their most recent version yeah make backups make sure to save as you go but i don't think it's it's as a crisis as it was like three years ago lelide said sound isolation as much as possible even from your computer's fan i just like of the reason why a lot of people are suggesting these things is because it could make your life easier down the road yeah not because the final version of it like having a bird chirping in the background is going to throw someone out yeah (laughs) but you know why i think he records with like the fire of a thousand suns so yeah me (laughs) me as well but like that's why i I have to be so desperate to do one like it has to be bad but like that's why I'm so aware of this stuff because if it's bad enough that I'm doing a re-record, it's it's not something I can just leave in, and I don't want to have to re-record the entire section. I just want to re-record that section, like that sentence or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> one thing that Absolutely. I did remember while we were going through, we still have one more piece of advice, but um, something that can lead to heartbreak is that when you start recording, make sure you're actually recording. Yeah. Oh yeah, because <laughs> I have done like gotten through like a chapter and been like, yes, good shit. I wasn't recording. Like I did that on that first podfic that I never posted that I had like five hours done of. I did that more than once, and one of the times I I was reading for like forty minutes. So the last one is of just imagined, and they said. Spend some time getting to know the, that program you're using. It'll probably make things easier when something goes wrong. Yeah. 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 I think that's going back to like what we were saying, you know, maybe do like 500 words as a sample and test it out and mess around with editing and, you know, or because then you don't you know, have an idea for a longer part, you know, like just, yeah. just experiment. I know that like every once in a while when I decide to try and put like a sound effect in audacity that I have, like, there's a few that, like, okay, this is what I use if it's a phone. This is what I use if it's, like, an AI talking. This is what I use for that. And then every once in a while, I'll be like, what if I did, like, a dream sequence noise? It noise, And then, like, I go through every single, like, effect Audacity has trying to find it. Because I can, like, I that's the time that I end up experimenting. But if you can do that beforehand, it can make your life a little bit easier. <laughs> Instead of, like, while you're working to a deadline and being like, let's try and add special effects. That's what I did last pod together. And on that All note, maybe, maybe don't, like, do a deadline-type podfic for your first podfic. Like, don't sign up to <laughs> podfic Big Bang or something for your first time. Yeah, probably don't need that extra. Yeah, I mean, that's definitely not, like, a big one. That can go either way. Like, for me... I mean, as I was saying earlier, I did Awesome Ladies and it was kind of helpful to like have a deadline where I was like, okay, I just have to do this and give it to them and not stress, you know, yeah. too long. Cause otherwise I would have kept tinkering with what were essentially like five minute pod fix, <laughs> you know? So, um, maybe choose something that has like low stakes though, or like Awesome Ladies. Yeah, it didn't exactly. hand it or in. Or the internet, the IT, ITPE, the informal Twitter pod fix exchange. That's a great first one to do. 
you know, I wouldn't they have say no... that is because you have it's like a present it's for a someone. Gift. That's a lot of yeah. pressure. Yeah, I would say something more like amplificathon yeah. because you know yeah. you're just getting like yeah. imaginary yeah. internet points. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. I always think people are usually positive about what they get. That's what I was. I guess for posting as well, um, you know, you you don't have to post everywhere the first time. You know, if you're doing one of those challenges, you can post just to the challenge, or you can you don't you don't have to make yourself an AO three straight off the line if you don't want to, or if you're, you know, you already have a Tumblr and you just want to put it there, you know, like it's at this point, it's kind of the sky's the limit about where you want to put Podfic because people are putting them across a whole bunch of different platforms. Like there's no real rule anymore. My thought on this is before you even, you know, start recording, you have to kind of think about why you're doing it, what you want to get out of it, because lots of people want different things and you go about those things differently. Mm -hmm. Like some people just want to be creative and, you know, um, artistic and try new things. Record something. Exactly. Some people want the community. Some people want, um, you know, feedback and validation. Like you've got to think about what you want and that will impact what you record, where you post, you know, your level of involvement in the community. Yeah. Yeah. we know those things. How about we break it down so that people know, like, yeah. if you are interested in this, this is where you should post. Yeah. Um, okay. So, so feedback. Yeah. Like, if you want feedback, I mean, ha, ha, ha. If you want feedback, <laughs> then just put down the mic like the- and walk away because it's not going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> if you, the Story place that you, you're going to get the most recognition for, if, you, if that's what you want, though, in my experience, is yeah. AO3. Yeah. If you post it there, you'll get them. You can have visible visible hit counts, and people are more likely to leave kudos as well as comment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. People like, and a lot of people will leave a kudos just when they download. You know, even so, there's things like that. Like, obviously, that's one of those things. Your mileage may vary, but there's all kinds of, you know, things that happen. I I think that hit count is the most important thing because even when somebody goes to your page you'll know even if they don't actually bother to write something down. So, and that's nice to see. And also people can follow you. So, you know, people can track you if they want to see what else you're you're doing. They can subscribe. Thank you. That's the word. And people can favorite. And, you know, they, if the fic was written on AO3, if you use the inspired by feature and the author approves it, a link to your podfic will appear at the bottom of that fic. So you'll get more traffic that way. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. And also, if people are following things like character tags, um, yeah. it will come up in their feed as well. So so it's definitely, uh, there's more visibility. And um, a, lot of, a lot of the fandom or pairing tags have Tumblr feeds, so it'll show up on Tumblr a lot of the time. Really, yeah. I think AO3 is the place, if you're only going to post one place yeah. and you want it to probably be seen, AO3 is probably it. Yeah. Um, if yeah. you just want like something casual amongst friends, post it to your Tumblr. Yeah. I really yeah, recommend true. a lot that people post it to the audio fake archive. Cause I really love that we have that repository and it provides permanent links. If you, the place that you're hosting doesn't have it. Um, and you can do that by post cross posting to Amplificathon, either on Life Journal on Dreamlet, or you can just, mm-hmm. they have like a form that you can fill out to submit it. And an archivist will put it up on the Audiofic archive. And I think they do have people that look through what's being posted on AO3. So someone might approach you, but if you want to know for sure, do it to Amplificathon or 
fill out the form on the audiofic archive. Um, and I think as far as the making friends community aspect, if you're, I think that can almost be separate from the posting itself mm, because yeah. a lot of the, the chatter is going on on Twitter yeah. nowadays, I think. Um, Tumblr as well, but um, but definitely there's a pretty heavy section of, of Podfickers on Twitter. And I think if you follow, like people will tag, you know, they'll hashtag Podfick or am recording or, you know, I don't know, people, there are things that you, you see go by. So if you kind of pay attention to that, you can, people are, are pretty welcoming to newbies. If you're like, Hey, I'm trying my first pod fic. And I, you know, I was just wondering, and I think, you know, um, just want to say hi. Thing. I think joining comms and doing challenges and things is also a good way to build community, you know, um, <laughs> yeah. gift exchanges, yeah. things like that. And if your goal is just to be creative, then uh, yeah, do whatever, whatever you, want. you want. Yeah, listen, listen to a lot of other people's stuff and and get inspiration from that because a lot of people have done a lot of really creative stuff with their work. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, a little bit. If you want community, I think a lot of the there's still a lot of stuff on Live Journal where there's like pod together and stuff that runs there. There's there's an amplificathon that still runs there. But there are places like um Podfic Meta, which is on Dreamlit, or like Podfic Tips on Live Journal, where you can go and have like some discussions about Podfic and other people will join in. Yeah. There's also the yeah. um I know we've mentioned it before, but the Audio Snippers Club, that they have like an IRC channel that you can go in and, and drag other people to just chat about the stuff that you're working on. That's a good place to get advice too. If you if there's other people in there, you can just be like, I, I've done that where it's like, oh, what cover should I use or what <laughs> art should I use for my, my cover? Or I'm trying to like do a special effect. Does anyone have any suggestions? So that could be like a really casual hangout place. Um, I think, I mean, I think we've covered a lot. Maybe if we talk about kind of an above and beyond, you know, like extras, like, for instance, if you want to, you know, things that people generally add sound effects or music, uh, cover art, you know, yeah. all, all of these are not necessary. But if you if you're, you know, feeling comfortable with the with the standard pod thinking part of it and want to, you know, enlarge your horizons, a lot of people will do intro outro music or they'll put music between sections. Um, and when people do that, sometimes people will provide, you know, one version with and one version without, you know. There's all kinds of things you can do there. Yeah. Um, and then cover art, which we have talked about before on the podcast. Um, If you are artistic, you can make your own. Um, It's also perfectly fine to post without cover art. A lot of platforms still are these days. So moving on to Rex, as I mentioned earlier in the podcast, I was trying to think of like wrecking newbie pod figures, which was a lot harder than I realized. I expanded that to <laughs> wrecking people's first pod fix. So they may not be a newbie anymore, but I wrecked what they first put out there. Mm-hmm. So the first one on my list is The Damages We Keep by Dental Floss, written and read by, by Dental Floss. And um, it is a Clint Barton centric story. Um, and Funny, like the story that goes around me listening to it is um, I wasn't in Avengers fandom yet. And but there was like an Avengers movie coming out. Like, I think it was the 
the Thor The Dark World was the next movie coming out. And so there's a lot of people talking about Avengers stuff. So I went and rewatched a lot of the Avengers movies. And um, I, I came home one night and I was like, maybe I'll check out some Avengers podfic. And I and Dental Floss had just posted this. And they had had a note on the post saying that it was their first podfic. And I was like, oh, I like listening to first time podfickers. So I gave this one a listen. And it's all about how um, Clint who is, you know, a human on a team of a lot of superhero, superhuman people, was feeling like he was getting injured too much and people were beginning to notice and he didn't want to be kicked off the team. So he starts hiding his injuries. And wow. that goes about as horribly as you can imagine. <laughs> <laughs> and it's very, it's a very serious one. It's not cracky at all. It's, it's, uh, and a lot of, you know, kind of hurt comfort stuff, but um, it just like, really resonated with me emotionally and Dental mm-hmm. Floss did a great job of reading it. And so um, after that, I actually went to look to see if there was more by her, but it was her first podfix. So I ended up reading, uh, listening to podfix other people have done of her fic. And then <laughs> like two years later, I'm still in the fandom. <laughs> so it was all Dental Floss's fault. <laughs> and you should go listen to this because it's a great story. My cool. second one, which is I love, by Star- the way, oh, it's so good! It's a Stargate Atlantis podfic by um, Ink Junket called "Once Upon a Furry Octopus," and it was written by Scoozy Pants. And it is a ridiculously <laughs> adorable, like your teeth rot listening to it. It's amazing. Um, where you know, City of Atlantis, crazy ancients. Um, they find while exploring the city, this like fuzzy octopus type (laughs) creature that has like a pen fetish (laughs) and just going around like hugging people and collecting pens. And they discover because there's like a piece of ancient technology that looks like a pen that allows them to speak. But the only words that Ernie says are mine and (laughs) yours and like the amount of inflection that ink junket can put into those two words because like that's the entire way that ernie gives his ernie is the octopus that's the entire way that he expresses emotions (laughs) is through mostly the word mine um and she does such a good job of it and it is so adorable i can't even so you should definitely go listen to once upon a furry octopus the cover of that thing though like that like, when you think about it, a, a, an octopus with hair is pretty creepy. And if you look at the cover with this hairy octopus, it's, like, horror movie stuff. <laughs> so she thinks it has, like, four eyes and stuff. And it's <laughs> <laughs> but yes, very cute. <laughs> and my third wreck, because I always feel I need to have three, even though you guys don't have that many. <laughs> is um phil colson is not a shield recruiter except for special cases and it's read by rena girl nine and written by sci-fi girl 37 and this is part of the overall toaster verse which i've wrecked elsewhere hanana vera has recorded like the main body of the toaster verse and then there's all the like side toaster verse stories that have been Podfict by like everyone and their mother um <laughs> myself included so this one is actually I think the only podfic by Rena Girl 9, so newbie podficker, but 
I definitely suggest listening to the rest of Toasterverse before listening to this podfic. So because the you're op- wrecking like 30 hours of podfic. <laughs> um, I'm pretty sure it's closer to like like 50 or 60 hours <laughs> oh at this point. <laughs> but anyways, if you already have been listening to the Toasterverse, listen to this one. But um, it focuses on a bunch of the original characters in that universe so if you don't know the original characters it might kind of be lost on you but the characters are like it's basically a bunch of um unrelated original characters are being brought into a room because phil colson is trying to recruit them into shield because when they were presented with the avengers in all of their wackiness <laughs> like held up well under pressure so they <laughs> And um, it's a lot of just, like, everyone snarking at each other. And Renegirl does a really good job of, like, getting that snark down. And, and the, like, you know, sassiness of, of these people in a room, like, just in ridiculous situations of all of the Toasterverse, if you're aware of it at all. Like, it's really fun. So that's my, my Rex. Yay. So I have two... I have two wrecks today. Um, The first one is called Smoke Gets in Your Eyes. It's read by Bienne Nalster, and it's written by Pax. Um, And it's a check, please, podfic um, with the pairings Jack and Parse. I've been listening to a lot of check, check, please, lately. um, And she actually has quite a few check, please, podfics, um, all of which are good. Uh, I like this one in particular just because it's um it's like a smoking up shotgunning story. Um, and I like how her flow of it, like it starts out there at this party and whatever. And then when she does, like as they get high and as there's like a shotgunning kind of scene, it gets kind of dreamy and slower. I don't know if I imagine this or not, but that's what it, feel, it felt like to me in the podfic, which I quite like that it was cool. Um, I also think she's pretty good at the kind of dude bro parse voice. <laughs> Um, which I find funny. Um, and at the end of it, it has like really funny extras, like her and Pax. Like, I guess they talked about the fic before Pax wrote it. Um, so it's kind of like they're friends, obviously. Um, and they actually got together and, and recorded the um, the in, the instant message conversation where they were talking about her writing the fic. So they then recorded it as an extra at the end. And then they get really excited about the ghost army during world war two, which doesn't technically have, have something to do with the fic, but kind of does. It's hard to explain. So anyways, that's enjoyable on a completely separate note from the fic itself. Um, <laughs> yes. So um, the second one is called putting the F U N in funeral. And it's read by Thilia or her name on AO3 is actually read by read by Thilia. Um, and it's written by apocryphal. Um, this is a Teen Wolf Steric fic. Um, and mostly I think uh, her, she does a really, like, it's it's a very funny story. It's a silly story where, like, Derek's family owns a funeral home and Styles is a baker down the street. And he's, like, stalking the funeral home because he accidentally sent a package that was meant to go to Jackson that contained a dildo. <laughs> I've as, read this. <laughs> as, yeah, as a revenge like a revenge package. <laughs> revenge so, dildo. Yeah, exactly. As you do, obviously. Um, and then Derek is like super suspicious and he keeps like calling in Styles' van to the police and whatever. And then 
start coming in and like running away when the male comes to like look for his package. <laughs> it's just really funny. Um, and she does like suspicious, gruff Derek. And then you've got like styles, like ranting all over the place. Um, it's just, yeah. So it's just really funny. And she, like her reading brings out the humor really well. Um, also it has amazing cover art, uh, which she did as well. Because there's like the picture of of Tyler Hecklin where he's like holding the macaroon, which like Styles keeps making macaroons. It's like a running joke throughout the whole thing. But anyway, and he's like he's just I don't know what this picture was actually from. And then she obviously like photoshopped in the macaroon, but it's it's a really funny. It's just like this perfect shot of him being shocked and surprised. Anyway, so um, so yeah, four points for cover art there too. And yeah, just a really fun listen. Okay, so I've only got one wreck this month. Um, it is from a podfic that I've never listened to before, but it is someone that I am friends with, so I don't know if that counts still. Um, you haven't listened to the podfic, but you're wrecking it? <laughs> no, no, no. I haven't listened to the podfic No, no, before. she means the first-time listener. <laughs> yeah, first-time listener. Because <laughs> first I should have said I should have said I should have said I should have said Well, that's what it sounded yeah. like you were saying to me. <laughs> no, I've... I've never, listened, I've never listened to their podfic before, yeah. but I am friends with them. But I have listened to the podfic that I'm ranking. <laughs> right. Um, basically, I've never seen Person of Interest, but this, this person was like, oh, you know, um, you should read some stuff that I've read or that's not even what she said. It was, but it somehow I was like, yes, I'll check you out. And so I read all of her person of interest stuff and I was like, Oh my God, you know, love it. Can never read any other person of interest stories. And then she's like, Oh PS I've recorded one of them. So I was like, yes. And it's, um, are you ready for what I'm about to do to you? Written and read by iteration. Um, Basically, it's Finch Reese, and um, Finch discovers a heretofore unknown kink about seeing Reese fighting. So he starts to manufacture all these situations where Reese has to be like a, you know, badass motherfucker. And Reese is thinking, oh my god, Finch hates me. I'm so violent. You know, that's totally not what he's into. And, you know, obviously. It is what he's into, and it's it's pretty <laughs> sexy, and yeah. For someone who's never seen the show, I yeah, I, I still don't want to see the show, but I, it makes me wish that the show this story represents actually existed, as opposed to the person of interest that is actually, you know, canon. It's it's sexy and it's well written and. I have a soft spot for stories read by the author. I do. Mm. Cool. So that's all we've got for you today. Um, You should join us next month when Dodie and I will be talking about Podfic and money. Um, And Podica is going to take the month off. (laughs) Also, Also, if you have any talkbacks about today's episode, you can submit them in all the usual places. Um, our website or Twitter or Gmail, everything is on information is online. Um, and we would love to hear from you, especially if you have any great tips for newbies or if you're a newbie and you have a question that we can help with, we will try our best. Yay. Um, otherwise we will see you next, uh, next month. Bye. Bye. Bye.